Hello, this is Couples Connect with Dr. Wando Ike. Thank you for listening. In this episode, I will be discussing the beauty of differences in marriage. The beauty of differences in marriage. When two individuals come together in marriage, they do so bearing certain differences that have been part of their lives over the years. Some of these differences can be modified or over time, others remain the way they are throughout the lifetime of the individuals and of the marriage. You may have heard about certain people quitting their marriages on account of what they term irreconcilable differences. So this means that the couple disagrees on such a level that they can no longer sustain their marriage. So they cannot reconcile or resolve their differences. Differences in this case means disagreements. Um, they can no longer resolve or reconcile their disagreements enough to reunite or coexist within the marriage. The irreconcilable differences in this context means that the only option is to dissolve the marriage. In fact, in some climes, I, I, I would just mention the things that are regarded as irreconcilable differences, which certain places, parts of the world, where you just bring up these issues, you, you may not even need the other person to prove otherwise. Divorce is approved straight up, you know. Things like lengthy, long distance separation due to work or other causes, difference of opinion or having on having children or how to raise children, difference of religion, personality conflicts, excessive fighting or discord, lack of communication, a loss of trust between partners, lack of sexual or emotional intimacy, lack of contribution to the marriage or household, tension from family involvement in the marriage, disagreements over finances or debts, inability to find a work-home life balance. So, in some parts of the world, when you present any of these as irreconcilable in the marriage, you just get approval for divorce. Okay? Why some of these issues listed are part of irreconcilable as part of irreconcilable differences are directly part of the expected areas of difference between the two individuals. Others are results of not recognizing and managing these those expected areas of difference um, in the relationship. So you discover that when these normal differences are not properly managed, they can become things that would be an issue that can affect the marriage negatively. But the focus of this discourse 
is to identify major expected areas of differences in marriage and the benefits of having those differences. All right. So the first difference in marriage is gender difference. Gender difference is the first area of difference in marriage. Now, while I recognize that certain parts of the world accept and practice same-gender marriage, this platform, Couples Connect with Dr. Wando, recognizes and promotes gender difference because from creation, God created male and female. Also, the very first marriage that was designed to be a template was between a male and a female. So this alone presents huge differences between the two individuals. Just the fact that one is male, the other is female, because the two people are wired differently right from creation. Their physical features are different. Their thought patterns are different. And they also approach issues differently just because of their wiring as particular gender not any other thing that alone okay men are more analytical and logical in their thinking while women tend to be more emotional it's been also shown that women are intuitive these are major and unique features of these genders okay so gender difference remains constant and the features that come with it also remain constant in relationship so there are certain things that someone will now be doing that the other person will not be able to accommodate over time and the person then feels we can no longer take it but you can't change who somebody is as a man or as a woman okay the, the other difference is in the area of upbringing Upbringing. This speaks to the immediate environment of family and location where the two individuals were raised. So it includes the various experiences they have had growing up to adulthood. Now this plays a major role in forming their attitudes, values and choices through the years. The places they grew up, the kind of people they grew up in the kind of family they, 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 they were raised in, the kind of uh, people they interacted with closely uh, form their attitudes and values and determine their choices through the years. So someone's upbringing will remain constant. If someone is raised in a particular way, that's how the person was raised. But the influence of such upbringing can be modified over time when properly managed. Okay? Because people also begin to now form new values and attitudes as they grow up. But there are some foundational fundamentals that would remain because of their kind of upbringing. Another personality difference uh, is personality. Personality is a difference the kind of personality that someone is it's a difference two individuals that come together in marriage may discover that one person is more outgoing than the other so 
the person is said to be extroverted by one is more reserved uh, than the other and is said to be introverted uh, there are also individuals who fall in between they manifest the characters of uh, characteristics of both the extroverted and the introverted like they are called the ambiverts they show a combination of the extroverted and the introverted personalities now personality differences remain while their traits can be modified over time as individuals work on their behaviors and expose themselves through knowledge and interactions you see someone who is generally outgoing but they can also operate as reserved over time by their exposure and understanding now closely related to personality difference is differences in temperament so temperament here refers to a set of traits of characteristics that organize one's approach to the world around them it's an aspect of a personality concerned with emotional dispositions and reactions how people respond to things it can be used to describe the prevailing or typical mood in a person according to ancient greeks there are four major temperaments choleric sanguine phlegmatic and melancholic temperaments now these four temperaments show their differences in the way they approach issues around them and in their mood why some believe that people are born with their temperaments others think that people develop them as they grow now, regardless of the source of temperaments they can shape how a child grows and lives over time temperaments can overlap so that one person has a combination of two different temperaments you can discover that someone is choleric but it's also sanguine or sanguine but also uh, phlegmatic and all that okay so even though a particular one may be predominant may be stronger but you see that the person can manifest two okay so individuals can also work on themselves to maximize the positive side of the temperaments against the negative side as they become more aware of themselves because something about temperaments is that it has the negative and the positive side to it most times the negative sides tend to appear to be not friendly okay but the positive sides can be reinforced and someone can now manifest those ones better so other differences people come into marriage with may include faith and doctrinal differences in terms of place of worship demographic differences in terms of age income level among others now these differences can change and they can also be maximized their strengths their positives can be maximized we'll look at how to manage differences in marriage in another episode but before i end this episode let me mention the benefits of differences in marriage the first thing is that it creates room 
for diversity of opinion on issues. When two individuals who show differences come together, they can look at issues from different angles and it helps them arrive at a better decision. They can, their decisions can be stronger, can be better because they bring diversity of opinion to these decisions. So it's, it's also important that one who is the leader of the home, for instance, the man, brings the woman to the process of decision making because then you can enjoy the diversity of opinion that can come from her as an individual. Okay. The other thing is that it provides opportunity to harness unique strengths. Each individual brings experiences and strengths that can be harnessed for the good of the relationship. I talked about one of the um, characteristics of uh, w- women about intuition is a strength that can always be harnessed for the good of the marriage okay difference in income level and other things all these are strengths that can be harnessed it also provides room for engaging interactions in the relationship okay so because the two individuals see things differently they learn they learn to engage rather than just move in a stipulated direction. It's not that uh, somebody will just, this is how things will continue to be done. It could become boring. Such relationship will be boring, you know. But when people engage, you have engaging interactions, it makes the home active, an active place. So this can also result to conflicts in some situations. And the individuals should manage it to avoid an escalation. Conflict in its own is a natural part of every relationship and should not be avoided. Okay? In the next episode, we consider how to manage the differences to realize these benefits. For now, I believe that these points are helpful. Keep enjoying more bliss and better intimacy. And please remember to subscribe to my podcast and share to your contacts. Bye for now.